So who's opening the batting here, mate? We are very good. <laughs> we have got an absolute champion of Australian cricket uh, on the phone. He's the cap- He's the coach of the Victorian uh, cricket team, uh, and that's Chrissy Rogers. G'day, Chris. Hi, guys. How you going? We're fantastic, mate. Thank you so much for joining us, mate. Uh, tell us... Um, well, you got a game of cricket on at the minute. Uh, wasn't I? Um, we've been speaking about uh, the one-day series uh, against England um, and um, and the, well, sort of the crowd yesterday or the lack of. Uh, what do you put it all down to? That uh, the people are not turning up to the cricket anymore. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it was one of those series they just they have to they have to put in um, put the agreement for, for teams to, to play against each other and TV rights and. You know, so on and so forth. But you can tell England, uh, you know, that they just weren't up for the fight. Really, I mean, they, they came over here to, to win a World Cup um, in the T20, and they did that. And then to kind of have to kind of come out and play three more games um, and try and show some intensity. I think once once the um, the early sparring happened and they, and they were on the the worst side of it, I think they lost all sorts of interest. And then and then to get to that game on a on a Cold Tuesday night on um, the MCG uh, with, with you know no school holiday, holidays um, in in November. I think that that was a bit of a recipe for disaster. So um, yeah, we, we we saw a pretty pretty low crowd there, um, which is disappointing. Uh, but you know, I, I think that that's one for the for the people who are doing the, the fixture and they have to think about. Chris, it's uh, was here, mate. If we go back to your career and and that time you're over in England playing county and. Got called up to the test team. Can you just talk us through that sort of the couple of months leading up? Was that a particular plan of yours, or or could you talk us through that? Um, yeah, it was interesting actually. It was uh, I kind of I left I left Australian shores um, to go play for Middlesex, and uh, Greg Shippard actually, um, who was the coach of Victoria at the time, he said, "Mate, if I was you, I'd, I'd pack your baggy green." And I, I didn't know how to take take that, to be honest. Um, so uh, I didn't, but anyway, um, <laughs> and then and then went over there, and I, I remember I was, um, you know, there was a bit going on. It was just after um, Australia had gone through that uh, homework gate saga at, um, in India. They lost all the, the, the matches over there, and there was a bit of controversy. A, a couple of the, a few, I think four of the players were suspended for the last test, and um, there was a bit going on, and, and, and definitely a talk about, like, the senior players, so... I must admit, I was probably starting to get my, my hopes up, and I was doing a fitness test at um, at Finchley um, Cricket Grounds in uh, in London, and uh, with, with the Middlesex boys. And then I kind of had this missed call. I thought that's strange, you know, who would be doing that? So I went and, um, went out the back and 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 returned the call. It was um, Johnny Verity who was the chairman of the selectors to to tell me um, I was in the squad and. and to keep it quiet, not to tell anyone, and um, I proceeded to walk back in, and everybody saw my smile. So I, so I told everyone that I was <laughs> that I was that I was in. Yeah, so it was a it was um, a pretty special time. I, I, I was thirty five at that stage. I'd had one one test, and and for a long time, I thought that 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 was my time over. So um, yeah, to get that second chance was was a blessing. And you obviously, we know you made the most of that. Uh, but if we go back to Greg Shepherd, there obviously he has some. Uh a good cricket brain. Just have you spoken to him since and sort of said you were right, mate? The intuition, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, he, Chip's a, 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 a bit of a mentor of mine as well. I think um, there's, you know, I played, I played for 20 years of professional cricket in, in England, in Australia. I, I played under 
a whole heap of coaches and, and from that you take out the ones, you know, you take from things, um, uh, coaches that do it well and coaches who don't do it so well and he, he was definitely the, like the, the one I kind of looked at and thought, you know, that the majority of his stuff is, is outstanding. So, um, yeah, he's, he's been one, um, an invaluable source along the way and in, in, since I've, I've taken up coaching and, um, yeah, and, and he's also gone from strength to strength and, and if, if people know what he was like as a bat, I think he still holds the, the record for the two slowest hundreds um, <laughs> in in shield cricket, but to be a, you know, a, a multiple winning coach in, in T20 speaks, you know, volumes about him. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, you obviously, you were test cricket, you're a test cricket opening batsman. Um, was there any sort of, change to your sort of uh, tactics when all this one day sort of stuff and T20 came out? Did you ever even think about that or were you, no I'm, this is my, this is the way I do it and I've got what I want? Uh, no, I mean I, I, I probably, I probably uh, grew up just before the kind of the T20 boom really and, and so my um, my upbringing was, was more, you know, the traditional you, you try and bat for long periods of time and, and, and test crickets um, the the, uh, the avenue forward, so um, yeah, it was always a bit. Uh, that was that was the direction for me. And then and when T Twenty came along, I was probably just a little bit set my ways around around it. Equally, you know, like I, you try and give it a go. Um, I kind of wish I knew then what I knew now about about um, batting and hitting and, and things like that. But um, I was quite contented in the way that my my career was panning out. And um, yeah, like I said. It, it, to get that last chance to and play Test cricket and finish off that way, that was you know that, that was um, I couldn't ask for any more. Well, yes, I mean you saved us at a, at a particular time. But if we go to Victoria now and you're coaching there, I know um, you would have been bitterly disappointed last week that uh, no one could sort of hold their wicket and we got rolled pretty easy. If obviously you spent a week on talking about that and and you know valuing the wicket type of thing, is that where you look to improve this week? Without a doubt, I mean, I mean, the pitch itself up there was was um, was challenging to say the least. And, and then we we came up a couple of, against a couple of bowlers who, in many countries, would be would be playing Test cricket um, in Nisa and Stekity. They and they they you know they, they were in the top of their game and um, and it was a challenge. And we, you know there was there was probably a little bit of bit of that as well. You know, like I think. Um, in, in hindsight, the guys might have approached it slightly differently. It's, it's hard to know, but um, but yeah, it was it was a challenge, and, and you know we, we fell short. But that's that can happen in, in cricket. You know, you can you can get um, you can bat on a on a poor service, and, and things can go against you. So we have to address that this week. I think the pitch is going to be very challenging for batting um, over the next few days as well against Tasmania, who have um, Jackson Bird and Peter Siddle in. in in their team, so the challenges don't get any easier. But um, yeah, hopefully we, we can give a better account of ourselves. How did we? Um, I know Sids has gone down to Tasmania. He's been there down there for a little while now. How did we sort of? Did we lose him? Was that more that he's gone down there as a sort of a mentor and a, perhaps to go into some sort of coaching, and that's his role, or, or did we sort of just say you've done your time for Victoria and he's gone? Well, I've got to go somewhere else now. Um, I think it was a. It happened before my time, yep. but as 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 coach, um, 
And I think that that was along the lines of, too, we were trying to expose uh, Scotty Boland in particular um, and um, Jimmy Pattinson and, and, and even get a few of these other young bowlers, young talented bowlers through. Um, you know, in hindsight with the fact that Jimmy Pattinson's um, uh, <laughs> retired and, and Scotty Boland's gone to play for Australia, yeah, we, we, we de- desperately could do with, with someone like uh, Peter Siddle in our team, but What's happened's happened, so yeah, we, we, we have to get on with it. But definitely Sids was um, looking to, to go down that mentor-coach role, um, and I think Tasmania gave him an offer that was um, that was pretty good. Yes, yes. and we, bananas. Well, we, yeah, better to say, he would have got truckloads of bananas uh, for that deal. But is there a way of getting him back, Chris? I mean, this is... Uh, we need a fast bowl in the industry. Can we, can we maybe, you know, get him back for maybe one Shield game, and that's this week? <laughs> no? Uh, well, it, it, it'd be nice to have him in the team, that's for sure, and, and not facing against him. But um, yeah, who, who, know, who knows? It's um, he's—I think he's ending the getting the to the end of his career. So I'm not sure how much time he's got left um, playing in the game. But he's been a—you know—he's been a champion for, for Victoria and Australia. So um, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's definitely it, it would be a dream to kind of, I guess, maybe finish up in the big colours, but I don't even know if he's going to go that far, so we'll have to wait and see. Victorian cricket at the moment, apart from the sort of blemish on the on, on last week. Well, we're going to call it a mulligan. A mulligan. How are we uh, how are we looking? I know we've got some uh, young batters that are starting to make runs, and I know unfortunately with Will, uh, he's taking some time off again. Um, so, that, so how's things looking? Uh, pretty positive. I, I mean, I think looking around the states, I I, I think that we've got. Um, as good as, if not better than, um, in terms of the talent, in terms of talented young players coming through, um, and it's going to just take a little bit of time to, to develop these guys. It's uh, Sheffield Shield cricket, in particular, is is, is bloody hard, um, and, and you need these these guys to be playing and, and getting experience under their belt. So that that takes time. We, we try and help that process, but um, yeah, I, I think in you know. Three four years, uh, you know, I think you, you'll see Victoria being um, one of the, the premier states again, and, and probably going through a, a pretty successful patch again. Fantastic! Can I just get your thoughts on uh, Dave Warner and his leadership capacity? Um, would you would you uh, um, change the decision that was made on him? Re leadership? Uh, uh, in terms of uh, the fact that that leadership has been bad. Um, yeah. That band's been lifted. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a tricky one. Um, you know, there's there's kind of arguments to both sides, really, um, and, and people who support both sides. Are, I guess from his point of view, he, he feels like he's he's contributed um, a lot to to Australian cricket. And yes, he made mistakes. Um, you know, I think that the the concept of the punishment is that um, you, you do get to you do have to learn from your mistakes and. and He'll argue that he has, and, and he's come out of it a, a you know a, a much transformed person. So um, yeah, I, I guess from that point of view, he thinks that he should be in line. Whether whether actually he does do any captaincy, I'm not sure because he's nearing you know he's getting closer to the end in, in his time in, in Australia. But I, I think the whole concept that it, that it is lifted, it would make him happy. Yeah. Yeah, what, what's he like out in the middle? Like when you when you're batting with him and you're both in form. Oh, there's lots of times when you both were, you know, dominating the runs. What was what was he like um, out there? Did, did he did he ooze that leadership? He was 
he was kind of a little bit misunderstood, to be honest. I mean, even like I thought that he would be a um, a, a bit of a seaball, hipball merchant, really. But you'd go out there and and uh, and you have conversations with him, and and you know he he was he was a, he was a good tactician, um, understood what bowlers were trying to do, what his plan was, um, and he, and he was a deeper thinker than a lot of people give him credit for. So um, it, you know, I, I really enjoyed batting with him, not. Least so because because he, he scored so quickly and he he, he take the pressure off me. But um, but equally, you know that that there were those those tactical kind of discussions that I, that I really enjoyed with him. Yeah, one one more for me, mate. If uh, you, you're facing up and you've got obviously you were in the we'll talk Ashes because it's the pinnacle. Uh, you've got Jimmy Anderson or Stuart, Stuart Broad coming <laughs> at you. Which one did you prefer to face or prefer not to? <laughs> um. When I first started, I was probably more concerned about um, Jimmy Anderson. I thought that you know he he would his kind of ability to to swing the ball both ways would be would be difficult to, to pick. But I think he's such a um, a perfect bowler at times. He almost gives you clear clues into in which way the ball is going to swing. You could you could tell which angle the seam was because um, it would stand bolt upright. So. In the end, he, I think he got me out twice in my first test against him, but he only, I only ever got out to him one more time after that, and that was my, that was my own fault. So, um, whereas Stuart Broad, I found really difficult. He, he he would kind of come around the wicket and look like he was swinging the ball away from me and it would nip back in or vice versa. And, um, yeah, I found him really hard to line up. So, if I had to choose, I'd, I'd, I'd probably say I'd, I'd prefer to face Jimmy Anderson, but it's... Um, um, yeah, it's, it's uh, not an easy choice. <laughs> no, it hasn't given you a good choice. Goodness me. Uh, so, you, again, yeah, Sheffield Shield game starting uh, Thursday at the MCG. Uh, Chris, um, how will we respond? How will the Bush Rangers win this one? Oh, look, it's going to be a, a, a difficult task. We've lost four of our best players to um, to Australia A and Australian duties um, in, in Hanscom, Harris, Boland and, and Murphy. So... Um, yeah, it's going to be difficult, but we're just—I just want to see the guys go and, and, and really fight as hard as they can, um, get stuck in, um, and, and really, you know, make this a, a, a tough contest for, for Tasmania. They're, they're, they haven't lost any players, so it's going to be a challenge. But um, yeah, I think if we play a really good game um, and put some pressure back on, particularly their batting order, I, th- I think we—you know—we're we're a chance to come out on top. Oh, Fantastic. That fills me with confidence. Hey, Chris, we might leave it there, buddy. Uh, I just want to say thanks uh, so much for taking that call and uh, hopefully to stay in touch and we get you on later in the summer. Good on you guys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate thanks, Chris. it. Chris Rogers, uh, the former Australian opener and current Victorian cricket coach.